Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Uh, time for So You Think You're an Adult, uh, Barbara and Declan. Uh, join us once again. Good afternoon to you both. We're just filling out the application for, for yeah. tomorrow, Danny. No, okay. no, you can't. You're, you know, you're affiliated. You get blocked. I've already had your quota of wine for the yes. week, Barbara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So here's the first question. I'm having a really hard time getting over some past romantic situations. I'm female and in my mid-30s. I've always been very independent, have a great job and income. I travel solo frequently, have hobbies, an amazing family and a small circle of good friends. I've ended up in some situations with guys who are never looking for anything serious. Well, not with me anyway. And it's left me pretty broken. The last two scenarios were with a friend of a friend and a friend of our family. I've always had issues with my self-esteem, but I've worked really hard to try and overcome it. But every time there's an encounter... Like I've mentioned, it absolutely floors me for days. I was obviously heartbroken after both, but I always tried to keep my dignity, not kicking up too much of a fuss, deleting their numbers, photos, removing from social media, not bitching about them too much and just disappearing, which has always worked in the past when I was trying to get over someone. But it's different with these two because they're around. I really don't know what to do anymore. Just when I think I'm finally happy in my own skin and over it, Something like this happens and I feel like a piece of dog dirt stuck to someone's shoe again. I want to meet someone and have a family of my own, but it's hard to date and meet people when you feel periodically worthless. Now, I think we've probably edited that one a bit. Sometimes we edit these questions because uh, people send in questions and it kind of incriminates themselves or it might be, a bit, name. Might be a bit too identifiable Brian kind of town, thing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, uh, but obviously she's had two relationships with men who in the are cir- in, in their the wider social circle and yeah, she keeps bumping yeah. into them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this letter, um, this letter really struck me because of the fact that what, you know, she, she, um, she paints herself as a very accomplished woman, you know, yeah, who has yeah. friends and who is independent. She has a great job. She has good income. Um, and also the fact that she travels a lot on her and she travels on her own. And that would all speak to somebody who's confident and who has, you know, a degree of courage and, you know, as I say, self-confidence. And then she talks about these encounters with men and particularly the two that you referenced there, Sean, of, with, a, with a friend of a friend and a friend of the family. So these are in her kind of wider, they're connected to mm-hmm. her wider social circle and how they are, they seem to be, com- but the fact that they don't work out seems to be completely destroying her self-confidence yeah. and her, self, her sense of self. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think what she needs to do is to try and get it clear in her own head that this isn't happening because in some way she is failing or isn't enough or, or whatever. Um, I just thought when she said that she feels like a piece of dirt stuck to somebody's shoe, I mean, my heart just went, oh, my God, that's terrible that anybody would feel like that. And this, I know this now, Declan's going to go, this is <laughs> oh, you know me so well, but yeah, yeah, well, I do yeah, it now yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a saying that I love, which says, and I'm always saying, my kids oh, do the go. same. My kids do, my kids do exactly that when Great. I say it to them. Is I think it was Wayne Dwyer who said it. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yeah. So it's about change changing her mindset. It stop shaking your head now. It's about her changing her mindset away from thinking that in in some way she is lacking and it is that lack that is causing these relationships to fall apart into thinking that she is a great woman who brings a lot to the party is probably very interesting to talk to probably gives the appearance of being quite or the impression of being quite independent and quite self-confident yeah. which again could be a reason why 
you know, men maybe wander in and wander out because, you know, my experience is that some men don't like women who are terribly uh, kind of Mm self-assured or appear to be that way. So she needs to change what's going on in her own mind um, away from the like, oh, my God, I failed again or oh, my God, you know, this is to do with me and 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 as I say, feeling like a piece of dog dirt. I know she wants to meet somebody and that's all, but she's got to be comfortable enough in herself and stop that negative self-talk, which sounds easier to do, sounds easy to do and it's not as easy to do, but it is perfectly possible to tell your brain to stop telling you this baloney because what she's been told by her brain is baloney. Mm. This isn't down to her. This is, she just has not met the right person yet. But I just don't want her to feel that she's in some way, you know, lacking and that that is the reason why. Because to me from, obviously I don't know her, but from reading the letter, that's not the case at all. Mm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I agree with, with, with the last part there that, he, that it is. Not, I mean, you just agree with what she stopped talking. Yeah, you agree with that yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when you stop talking, yeah, you say yeah. the most sensible stuff. Um, Thanks, pal. Um, look, it, can't wait for what you say. I was interested yeah. to, see, to, to see what you would say because I was wondering whether you would interpret her list of accomplishments as, um, as things she believed or things that she was saying in order to kind of counter the fact that she's feeling rejected. In other words, she, is it that I am an accomplished woman and I am successful and I am all of these things and yet this heartbreak has happened to me or I'm heartbroken even though blah, 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 blah. Because those two things are kind of separate. You kind of touched on it there at the last bit. You can be an amazing person. You can be a stunning looking person. You can be rich. You can be all of the things Mm. and you can still not feel, still not meet somebody who does it for you and you do it for them because you need two things to happen. You need to be attracted to the person who's attracted to you. That's, that's double kind of, you know, look if you want, if you want to put it another way. And it is about luck. I think that what this woman is, is yeah. kind of trying to, she's trying to see it like an accomplishment. I'm doing everything else. Mm. I'm ready with everything okay, else. And why going. can't I get this other accomplishment like a driving test or something? Yeah. And it's not like that. Unfortunately, that's just not how it works. It doesn't, you can be amazing. I've got loads of friends who are amazing, amazing women and men who are single. They're looking to find the one. The one yeah. hasn't come along. It's nothing to do with whether or not they're decent or or accomplished, or whether they have a tidy house. It's nothing to do with any of that. It's just, have you met the right person and has the right person reacted to you in a way that means you can actually have something going on? I do understand how somebody who feels that they are accomplished and usually get the world to work in their favour can be extra hurt when a relationship doesn't turn out the way they want. Because romantic encounters are romantic. They're not rational. It's not something that you enter in going, well, this is how it's going to work. And we have a big planning meeting at the beginning and then we see how it all goes after six weeks. It's actually completely out of your control because it's all chaos yeah. and it's feelings. Mm. And I think what's happening here for this woman is that it's actually, the chaos is left when yeah. the guy is gone. She doesn't actually understand why because she's trying to make it out like it's some kind of project she hasn't managed. But I think "Mm." the really sad part is that she says that, you know, she's so destroyed when these relationships don't work out and she feels so worthless and she feels, as she said, like like dog dirt stuck to somebody's shoe. That was the bit that I really thought. There is no need for you to feel like that. No, I agree with that. Because as you said, this, like there's loads of people, you know, you know, again, cliche, you have to kiss a load of frogs before you find a prince um, or a frog that's... (laughs) 
got, you know, potential. Yes. <laughs> potential <laughs> frogs. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I, I just hate the fact that she is feeling. The other thing that kind of slight me, because uh, again, this wasn't around in my day. But when she said that she was heartbroken after these two relationships, that she deleted their numbers, photos, removed them from social media. Like, do you, is that a thing? I mean, would I, you not just leave that as strategy. part of your history? No, no, no. Some people react differently it's to It's a dramatic things, coping you know. strategy. And this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the coping strategies. The coping strategies that this person is, is using um, aren't working. Yeah. Because she's not feeling good at the end of it. Yeah. So therefore, that's where the real problem is. Because, you know, the, the, the letter writer knows that, you know, relationships can come and end. Obviously has enough experience of seeing other people going yeah. through mm. relationship breakups to know that some people, you know, silence their social media, don't bitch about them, delete yeah. the photos or whatever it is that people do um, in order to cope. Because you're not just coping with your feelings not being reciprocated. You're also trying to manage your, the ego fallout. How yeah. you look to the community because you're the one who was left. Because that's part of the problem here for this person as well. Is they're going, I look useless in this scenario, in this in this area to the rest of the village. But again, it's about her then changing her mindset because yeah. it's better mm. that she is a little bit heartbroken and these guys have jogged along since they clearly couldn't see what was, you know, you know, in front of them as somebody who is accomplished and, and seems to be, I'm sure she's interesting uh, and blah, blah, blah. So it's about her changing her mindset then as well, isn't it? It's and about also her realising thinking about what fault. other people are thinking. Yes, yeah. Because it's the other people yeah. that are bothering her. Yeah. It's her idea, her reputation, yeah. what the world around it is thinking I mean, about. I also oh, know, I obviously she's a woman and she's in her mid-30s and that, That's also that is true. another, yeah. uh, you know, if you Helen. want to have a family yeah. and kids, I know women in their mid-30s start to feel kind of panicked TikTok, you know that yeah. like oh genie like the, the clock is counting down and that can't be minimised that is real yeah. no, but it's also um, to acknowledge that it's not a rational thing sorry Sean but it, it's, it's like stop making it rational you allow your feelings to be real your feelings are yeah. completely valid and yeah. real I mean she hasn't mentioned that but I would imagine that that is, a, is an issue as well because yeah. yeah. it strikes me I know she says the last two scenarios were particularly painful but that mm. implies there were other scenarios I'm thinking this is a cumulative thing where she's looking at her life and going I've got everything else down, yeah. but there must be something wrong with me. Yeah, no, that's the, the key. The, that's the key. There isn't you know, something wrong with her. Do you that's know what it just... could be, though? What you mentioned about being in her mid-30s. It's kind of like the housing crisis. The available stock of men <laughs> has gone down in that age cohort. Most of the good ones are... are, are, are Where are they gone? They're, they're coupled up with people. The, 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 the only fellas left are but the who wasters. But are they coupled up with then? Young ones? No, they're coupled up with other people who they met when they were earlier. The same, like most of her friends um, are in couples, yeah, probably. Right. So, so they, so the amount of uh, um, fellas she can meet is restricted because most men around that age are in a couple, and the ones she's meeting are the ones you know they're kind of wasters. They don't want to be in. Don't, that's going to depress and, her terribly. Yeah, I know, but my my the good news is, is okay. that once they hit their early forties. Uh, <laughs> the men will be back around again. Yes, loads up. of divorces. And the good thing is a lot of those men have been house-trained. Yes, oh broken. Yeah. They've, so been broken. they've been house-broken. Yeah. So you, you, you'll get a quality model, slightly worn. Yeah, but uh, still. Miles on the clock, but you know. Knows his way around a bit. Knows his way around a bit, yeah. Great. Okay, well, that, that's a good note yeah. to, to, to give I, I don't there, know what yeah. we can do to make her feel better, though, really. Just, but just, I think that's all. Let's go travelling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, for the next years. Eat, pray, love for the next day. Years. <laughs> no, I mean, I was talking to somebody at the weekend who's a psychotherapist, and we were talking about this very thing. Like the way, and I don't know if women do this more than men, I suspect we might, but I think everybody does it. The way we talk to ourselves in our head is often awful. 
often awful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? We wouldn't talk to somebody we knew in the way that we talk to ourselves very often inside our head. And we kind of think that's our inner self. And it's not. Your brain is just like a muscle and it's doing stupid shit because it can. You know, and all you have to do is really try hard to tell your brain, I'm not listening to this baloney. This is, you know, not real, not right, not true. Um, And try and change that and stop that inner conversation because I think that's a huge element of what's going on here. She's turning it all back in on herself. Yeah. And that's yeah. not healthy, you and, know? And it's also, the, like the accumulation thing is also, is also a, a problem as well is that when you start seeing trends, you yeah. know, like you're, you're like a really bad statistician making up stuff because, you know, yeah. causation and correlation are different things, babe. You know, just because it's happened yeah. a few times before doesn't mean your next relationship is going to be the same as the ones before. Gone, yeah. But you can learn from your past. You can go, well, I remember when I met, you know, Joey the first time and Joey kind of gave me all the things I thought it was going to be all go- he turned out to be, you know, a snake like all the other guys. So, you know, you, you do learn from your experiences. Yeah. But you also have to realise that Life is kind of full of chances and and opportunities, good and bad. Yeah. Yes, I agree. A positive mental attitude is is a good way to get yourself through it. But you also have to be kind to yourself. Uh, yes. you know, and recognize yes. sometimes some people are luckier than others. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know, going out with somebody called Joey—that's a red flag <laughs> straight away. Uh, I would have thought. Uh, similar but different situation to that last woman says the texter. My ex is still in my life. It's so hard seeing them. There is no love there. But when he moved on, I I kept thinking, what does she have that I don't? Or why couldn't I move on first? Somebody else says that the self-confident, independent, successful woman can put some men off. Not initially, but when they realise that you haven't changed or bowed to their worldview, they then leave because they can't take it. It took my partner years to find someone not like that, me, by the way, we do exist. The others aren't worth it because you wouldn't have been happy with them. Sing it, sister. Yeah, Sing it, sister. Yeah. Sing it, sister. Uh, or there's this option for the first letter writer. Recently, we went on <laughs> holiday to Greece. My boyfriend and I were really drunk and had sex on the beach. We didn't realise this, but where we had sex in Greece ended up being a cruising spot. And when we found it out, we decided to give it one more go before we went home. I'm not going to lie. There was a serious thrill from it. Since coming home, I can't stop thinking about it. And after doing some Googling, I found out that there are some active cruising spots in Ireland. I really want my boyfriend to try it here in Ireland, but he's so opposed to it. His reason is in case we meet someone we know, not that he's not into it. I've tried to tell him that if we see someone we know there... We know that they're into it too, but he's having none of it. I can't stop thinking about this. There was something about doing it in public or being watched that just got me very excited. I don't want to try swingers clubs or anything like that. That was This was a different thrill. I've heard you guys discuss how to approach kinks with partners before. Can you help me with uh, getting this one over the line? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess at the marketing meeting. Yeah, no, don't worry. We'll get you a budget for that. I oh, think they've my. also heard Declan talking about how to manage kinks. Yeah. I'm sure they've heard you <laughs> yeah, talking no, about I'm it as well. i completely at sea. Um, Carry on anyway. Yeah, indeed. You always say stuff like that, like I'm the one. That's not fair. You're out there in the world. Um, although yeah. I do want to... I want I want to quite clarify a few things here. Now, when I read Please, this... Please, great, yeah. Like, um, there is something different. There were different things here, different terminologies that yes, I wanted to I'm explore. confused too. Cruising, yeah, girl, thanks be yeah. to God. I thought cruising it was just me. Cruising is, is like, is an activity that somebody does. A cruising spot 
is like a place where many people choose to do the cruising. Yeah. But is that the same as dog- is oh, a different okay. thing, in my view, which is what I kind of feel that this is referring to because... Is dogging just you go in your car and you have... Exhibition And then you other people yeah. have a look. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. All right. and this feels like exhibition type scenarios as opposed to... So this isn't cruising, it's dogging. I, I couldn't even tell whether this is a heterosexual couple or, or, or you know, the gays or whatever because there was no... There was, like, because Does that the, matter? Well, no, only because... The poor terminology makes okay. me imply that it yeah. must be a straight people. Yeah. Because they, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're late to the dictionary items all the time. Um, look, so I'm going I'm to take it the most broadest view of it, right? Cruising, in my vernacular, is when somebody, and it used to happen a lot more for the gays back in the day. Meeting when, a randomer. When, yeah. The George Michael kinda, thing. You know, giving the old wink and yeah. yeah. It didn't always happen to ha- have to happen in a kind of a... Toilet. Sleazy kind of yeah. a spot. But, but a lot of the time it did... Not because gay men are attracted to, to the, you know, the, the dirty places, mm. but because those places tend to be removed from the General. attention and glare of, of, of the lights of the big cities and whatever, all that kind of stuff. Couldn't do so, it outside mass. Well, you would. Apparently. You might. Probably yeah. You might. Yeah. If you got, if you, it depends on how good your skills are. Yeah. Um, and your gay dar. Um, but then, so obviously in certain places, the, the cruising spots became well known. Sometimes, you know, they become very well known, like Hampstead Heath, famously, as yes. you mentioned, uh, George, uh, George Michael's scenario. But then the dogging thing kind of seemed to come into the vernacular in, in the, the early 2000s when, for some reason, and I guess it's just the internet, um, people just started to realise that there were other people who had this kink. And the kink basically is an exhibition fetish kink. rather than you're just going to find somebody, yeah. to, you know, to have sex with. You're actually going to have sex so with your people partner. can watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. so is that what this person's into? I'm I thinking from the final bit of it, I'm guessing yeah, that's what they're Yeah, because it seems to me yeah. that that's what they want. Yeah. So what they're looking for is the exhibition that they want to put on a show for the people. They got turned on by it and they did it somewhere far, far away where the boyfriend was comfortable doing yeah. it because yeah. they were in their far, far away mentality. When you bring it back to Donna Mead or Kildegan or wherever <laughs> you are, it loses its kind of... <laughs> We'd like to apologise to Donna Mead and, and Kildegan. Yeah. Not famous dogging spots, by the way. We'd like to point that out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Um, but I, I was using them as just like, you know, place Random names. Yeah, random yes, place yes, of course. Yes. Instead um, of saying Kalani Hill, like, yeah. Well, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's Barbie. She's the dark horse. Wow. Yeah, you're paying your own legal fees, Mrs. <laughs> She's a very good researcher, though. I know. She's on the internet all day. Um, but the thing about it is, is that, you know, if, if, you are, if you're in a relationship with somebody who, in one instance, does something and they don't want to do it in, in somewhere else, yeah. that's totally their okay. prerogative, you know? Yeah. Whereas, this the the the, light, the letter writer has found an idea like a a form of sexual expression that they are fascinated by and they're becoming potentially a little bit obsessed by and that's also dangerous because it's you know it's it's one thing that they want to do and I'm not going to judge them for their their desires but I will caution them about the fact that if their desires don't match the, partners. the partner and the partner is very clearly giving yeah. reasons why that's not going to work for them. You're, you know, you're not going to get it over the line as you, you know, this, yeah. that also 
kind of is practically a very funny turn of phrase. Yeah, it's it's a bit like coercion. If I get this, if I get the right words, I'll be able I'll to make, make them do what do I it. want. Yeah, and I also thought that was a bit kind of you know a bit grim. Well, mm. we're on entirely the same page oh, no. now that you've clarified the what's what because that was my first question as well. Nothing wrong with going cruising, by the way. It's no, no, fun. yeah, no, no, and I mean, but when I googled it, I was confused yeah. for exactly what you pointed out. So that's why I came in going, I really don't know what this is about. Uh, but again, yeah, I would echo what you say that like we don't have if it is dogging more than cruising and if that's, you know, the exhibitionist thing is what she's into, that's grand. But there aren't any magic words you can, we can give her that's going to, no. that she can usher to, to, to the partner and then the partner's suddenly going to go, oh, all right, then that's grand. Um, I mean, the, the only red flag I would raise is that her, her description or her um, way of explaining to us what she, what it was that she liked and using the word cruising, I'm wondering if their experience in Greece perhaps wasn't quite as clear cut into two different types of things like there's cruising and there's the exhibitionist thing. So maybe there was and I would just think I would just be worried slightly if she gets really into this and is really kind of it's not getting out of her head and it's really something she wants to pursue. Is she hoping to maybe would she be tempted to go to one of these places on her own in the hope of 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 picking up of cruising somebody that she can have to yeah. Well, she says, I don't want to try swingers clubs or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. I think, it's, I, think I, th- I definitely get the impression that it is purely about a kind of an Being exhibition watched. thing because yeah. it be, even the way that they describe how it happened in the first instance, I mean, they, could try they were just this. having a bit of a frisky moment yeah. on the beach and then suddenly they realise there were a load of furtive strangers and strange yeah. middle-aged I mean, men They could try doing it in their own back garden, you know. With the, with the lights on. Yeah, just see, you know. But that's even, you're guaranteed someone will know you, we'll see you then. <laughs> and, and see, that's also, it's, I, like, I think that's really legitimate reason for the partner to not want to do something is because mm. you know when you're away on your holidays you, you're you know you person. really you're do free. think that you're mm. you're free you, you might not be because yeah. you, know, you can get busted anywhere but um, I think they, I mean, the only thing was to, if she suggested like let's go to Donegal for the weekend or Galway or you know West Cork <laughs> do you think Gil- that might be yeah, would you be the, happy to do the, that? The, like, I, I can, but I can see the boyfriend's like because it could have happened. Like, if you if he'd agreed to go and they were seen by somebody, that what's the protocol there? Do you pretend you don't recognize them? I reckon do they you pretend, pretend they you don't, don't recognize, and them. then you don't mention it ever yeah, again. Of course, I you, mean that's you know, just you know weird within the within the yeah. realm of the thing. You know, the whole idea of the dogging, the why it's called dogging, by the way, is that it was I'm bringing the dog for a walk with the kind of that's what. That's, oh. That's why I'm here in this secluded Oh my God, so dogs have to look at this stuff as well. (laughs) The poor dog. Imagine if it's Lassie, that dog could tell people. So you have to bring your dog as well? You have to. Poor dog. Poor dog. Poor dog. dog. (laughs) It's that thing of like, you know, there might actually be just an actual dog walker in that location by accident. Yeah. Go, oh, there's Mary from a there with the lights on in our car. So, you know. My no, husband brings the dog out for a walk every night. Someone's just texting him to say, <laughs> does he though? Does he? Does he go to Kilbegan? Yeah. Is this woman just a selfish wagon then? Oh. No, I don't even think it's selfish. I think it's what it is. It's like any form of sexual expression. If you discover some form of thing that you like, if it's not something that your partner likes, you have a kind of a, you have an underlying problem. You, you know, you have she to does sound though like she's very excited about this idea and she, she does, really, yeah. really wants to pursue it. And that's the thing that would worry me. I mean, you said it at the very beginning if your partner's not into this your partner's not into this and you're going to have to come to terms with that fact but I'm with this thing like the more she you know the way it's like forbidden fruit the more you can't do something that you really think you want to do the more you really want to do it and I'd just be afraid that she might you know decide to embark on something else which could be maybe dangerous as well so just be careful you know 
Yeah. Like landing up somewhere on our Sweeney Todd looking mm. for, you know, uh, I so, hope not. Someone says, I hate the way we live in a world now where it's all about pushing sexual boundaries. The last two relationships I've been in were ruined because the man wanted to try stuff I just wasn't into. Yeah. And that is yeah. also that is also the, 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 that is also the kind of the, the, the domain that we're in because people are exposed to all of these kind of, yeah. le, you know, let's call it freaky shit on the internet. They kind of think that that becomes the new norm. And then you go, well, where is the boundary then for everybody else? I don't want to sound like an old fruit. Yeah, but, exactly. It can but, be hard to stand your ground and say, yeah. I'm actually not into that and I'm not doing it. Because there's you, nothing wrong with being kind of vanilla and kind of, yeah. you know, missionary. You do you. Yeah, yeah. End up doing that, 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 the way you said that just I dripped yeah, with it judgment. It, it really did. It did. I quite it really agree. did. I thought so. We too. can all feel bad about ourselves yeah. now. Fucking cheeky. Oh well. Oh well. <laughs> hey, energy limits we all have. Barbara and Declan, thank you both very much. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Energlaze on News Talk.